China has been hit by one of the most powerful typhoons to strike the country in years. Over a million people have been relocated from diverted flood water. So why are people angry at the government? I'm Veronica Dudo. Let's find out. Now from our headquarters at Ticker Park, this is Ticker Today. Welcome. Typhoon Doctori is one of the most powerful storms to hit China in several years. The northern Hubei province, which is home to over 100 million people, saw floodwaters that were diverted away from the capital of Beijing and into the path of smaller towns. More than one, pe- one million people were displaced in the process, raising anger as people felt they were sacrificed to save Beijing. The leader of the province said he was trying to build a moat for the capital, a statement that only further fueled anger among residents. So what has been more damaging to China? the flood water, or how it was handled. For more, let's bring in David Zhang from China Insider. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you. So why did leaders decide to divert the water? Veronica, the original intention was to protect Beijing, but it didn't really make sense. What later people found out was that because there was an area downstream uh, called Xiong'an, and this is one of the Xi Jinping's political uh, face value projects, and so he needed to protect it to uh, avoid it from being flooded. What they did was then divert water uh, by discharging through management of dam uh, to this area called Zhuzhou, which is just south of Beijing. Not only was water able to accumulate there, but it was able to serve the purpose of protecting Xiong'an at a nearby international airport. And that was the plan, according to official announcement by the water ministry. Now, what has been the reaction it's been varied because right now the information is quite scarce on what the situation is. I know water in some areas have uh, receded, but uh, other areas people are searching for their relatives. And uh, we've also seen uh, protests with the local governments where there's been clashes in uh, surrounding areas in the province of Hebei. Uh, but let me tell you, the, the devastating effects of the flood has not been fully uh, uh, understood as we speak. And I believe assessment will come, but they will be downplayed as usual with natural disasters in China. Now, obviously, China is a communist nation. And of course, in terms of some of the uh, news items that go out, there's some propaganda. Do you think that people living in China will ever even really see some of what's truly happening? Yeah, I've been following the flood since uh, end of July, which is when it took place. But uh, what I can say right now is the uh, reports, how many people have died because of the flood. Uh, it, 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 they're maintaining it to a very low number. Uh, there's two really simple reasons for this. One is if the issue is a government issue where uh, the flood was uh, exacerbated, then the government would have to pay back people uh, some sort of reparation for the damage. The other part is that uh, by keeping this censored, you wouldn't be able to have a place to seek answers. And so combining those two factors, the government has tried really hard to suppress how many people have died. How damaging is this politically for the CCP? 
Yeah, the issue here is we have to see how this the information even travels in China. I know that Weibo, the top Chinese social media, has essentially censored the information regarding uh, what is really happening on the ground. But uh, from videos we've we've been able to see, uh, it, as long as Beijing, the capital city, and surrounding political areas are safe, uh, the aftermath celebrations of the so-called flood rescue would overshadow that of the existing. Uh, conditions of the people there. Now, I know you looked at some numbers in terms of people that were struggling with those floodwaters. You know, again, in terms of the people that could have been impacted, are there any, uh, you know, any statistics at this moment? Right. The, uh, the the most impacted area, Zhuozhou, has a a population of six hundred fifty thousand people, and uh, of course that to the number of population in the capital region uh, is quite small in percentage or the ratio of which. And uh, so you can imagine six hundred fifty thousand people, uh, the entire area flooded. That's that that's at least you know if we consider one percent of that, that's still thousands of people that could have died in this. So I, I can't give you a, a complete accurate number on this, but I think the scale tells a lot uh, about the situation. And that's just in one area. Now, for people who may not really be familiar with the province and how things work, could you just explain a little bit about how devastating this is for them? Right. And just keep in mind, there's going to be another typhoon that's set to land in the northeastern part of China uh, after this weekend. Uh, but in, in terms of the typhoon Doxuri, it really traveled all the way from uh, southern China near Fujian, which is uh, very close to Taiwan, upwards to the northern part of China. Now, Hebei is the capital province where Beijing and, and many other large cities are situated. And it's uh, near the... Uh, uh, I, w- I would call it the middle and northern part of China. And uh, if you go on Google Map or any maps, you can find that very easily. It's a very large province. and But uh, the area is near Beijing. And it's actually south of Beijing that's the most impacted. What resources are on the ground for people who are trying to potentially rebuild or even locate loved ones? Unfortunately, I can't say that there are uh resources right now because I've not seen videos of supplies coming in. What I have seen are, are you know, piles of dead uh, uh, cows and different animals. Uh, there's some some videos with bodies, but I, I think the situation right now is some areas, the flood water is still there, and so it hasn't receded completely. Uh, and I believe the government officials are also waiting for orders from high up to see what they will decide to do about the aftermath. Now, the whole world is working to try to get back to the economic output that we saw before the global pandemic. And obviously, China is no different, but there are natural disasters that do happen. And we are seeing that in this one over the summer. So how will this impact China's economy? Yeah, we, uh, I believe it's going to, in the short term at least, cause two problems. One is, uh, the complete meltdown of the operation in the, in the province and, uh, as well as the, uh, potential food crisis problems generated by uh, the flood because, uh, in the northeastern region where there's black soil, so that's where a lot of the produce, uh, the, the grain production happens in China. Uh, and so the fall harvest is going to be very severely impacted. So food and the short-term economic uh, areas in, in northeastern China, as well as just northern areas of China, will be impacted. But overall, I think there's uh, not going to be much of a larger impact. Uh, 
but we don't know if there's going to be more typhoons or more natural disasters on the way, and we'll have to see how that goes. So as you just mentioned, of course, the loss of life, the impact to the actual land there and potentially the harvest moving forward. Now, what is the latest on the additional typhoon that could potentially hit? Uh, they're predicting typhoon, I believe it's called Canon or Canon, is set to hit uh, in about, uh, well, within the end of the week. And it's supposed to impact the northern province called Heilongjiang. And uh, like I said, that's going to cause the severe grain problems to, uh, you know, farms are going to be washed, flooded. And so we're not expecting a lot of production out of that province. Uh, but the, the flood situation in the city will also continue. And I believe we might see more discharge of flood water, uh, potentially in the near future. But that's, that's what we're going to be watching for next. And for people who may not be familiar with the season um, that's happening in China and what the weather can be like, can you just talk a little bit about what is expected at this time? Right. China has a very distinct drought season and a very distinct uh, summer rainfall season, particularly in the uh, part of China. And uh, what usually happens is there's not enough water in the drought season, but too much water in the in the wet season. And so that's what we're seeing right now. But over the years, it's it seems to me that natural disasters like earthquakes and uh, floods, uh, rainfall causing floods, uh, they've been happening more frequently. The last one that was very major happened in 2021 on July 20th in the uh, city of uh, Zhengzhou. And of course, that was also another disaster that we saw. But uh, it seems the management issue of these natural disasters is being called into question because it seems the authorities don't really learn from their past experiences. And so every time a new one hits, it becomes, you know, we're getting words like historic or never seen once in 50, 60 years. These kind of things are popping up. Uh, and I think a lot of that is on the duty of the government. Uh, but the natural disasters are also, of course, uh, getting pretty heavy over the years. Great. Thanks so much for your time. That's the show for now. Head to tickernews.co for more. I'll see you soon.